It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. You know, uh, we've been through a lot as a team. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. This is Michael Vick. Hi, this is Layla Ali. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Skylar Diggins. Hey, it's Alex Morgan with the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, I was really focused. And I was really um, ready and serious. Just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.boxtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant radio. Welcome to Atlanta. Hammers and bows, back to the mackin' and the clothes. Adolescents packing a a knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know the one with the flow. Who did it? It was me off the phone. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, July 10th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! And I tell you what, we, uh, the C, uh, the SIC uh, and the CIAA, for that matter, announcing that uh, fall athletics of 2020 will be suspended. Uh, we have on the line, we're going to preview the Clark Atlanta Panthers, and we have on the line Tim Bowens in his second season as the head football coach of the Panthers, who joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. How are things with you and your family, Coach Bowens? Donald, we're well. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, we're we're uh, we're doing well despite the, uh, the 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 outcomes and the things that are going around with us. We're, we're alive and we're breathing. We are we're well. You're thanks in, for asking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, your initial thoughts. I mean, I guess the the decision has been a little bit more than uh, twelve hours since it was publicly announced that. Uh, the SIAC was going to uh, forego or, or suspend, uh, I should say more specifically, its 2020 fall uh, athletic season, which includes football. Your thoughts, your reaction? Well, uh, you uh, first and foremost, priority first uh, was health with um, student athletes and also with the staff. So that's that's the thing that you always look at first and foremost. So uh, you know, when you put everything in perspective and, and you look at it, you say, okay, are they going to be safe? Uh, can we make this thing happen? Uh, with all the policies, procedures, all the uh, mandates and things that we put in place, uh, we, we've done everything in our in our power to make sure that our student athletes, our staff, our coaching staff, support staff, everybody was uh, in the safest environment as possible. So uh, we we also felt good about the we felt good about what we had going into. Uh, possibly having a fall season, uh, but based upon uh, the science and what's happened, uh, we, we, we understand. But, you know, of course, our players are very disappointed. I think uh, my, my youngest son, he's probably disappointed more than anybody. I broke the news to him last night at dinner. and uh, he, he basically had a breakdown. And I said, well, I, I hope my, my players and my team is feeling the same type of uh, uh, emotion right now uh, because he's he, – even at ten, he's very passionate about being on that sideline with us, and uh, <laughs> and uh, so that was that was a tough blow for him last night. He struggled uh, for the night, but uh, I just you know I, I think that you know you want them to be healthy every, every player, but you also want to uh, 
to make sure that um, to make sure that uh, you know these seniors get an opportunity to have a season. Yeah, I mean, it, and I and I know you mentioned all of the procedures that uh, were being taken uh, put in place, all the precautionary measures w- with the ebbs and flows of this coronavirus. I mean, did you ever feel like we were going to, in fact, have a 2020 foot in the fall, at least a football season? Well, I, I thought that it was, we were optimistic uh, as far as having one. And uh, I think that you have to plan and, in order to, to, to have one, because if, if things were in place that we could make it happen uh, based upon the resources and the things that we have to, to make it go forth, and we have to make sure we prepare, prepare for that. I, I don't. Um, I think that uh, you know it was it was a fifty-fifty in uh, chance, and uh, with that being fifty-fifty, I mean you're kind of you you always preparing to to make sure that you're prepared. Um, but in case it does not happen, okay, what's next? So so now I got to prepare for the next phase of this thing if, of of trying to possibly have a, a spring season if it's possible. So. Uh, so for us, we're trying our best to, to make sure that uh, we, we put ourselves in the best position. And I can't say that I was surprised. I can't say that I was uh, just bummed. I think I prepared myself for the, my, my care and concern is, is mostly, like I said, for the, for the players and my staff, you know, because, you know, it, it's a difference in being canceled and, and suspended. So we're, we're hoping this thing, uh, we're able to have some type of uh, season for these seniors and um, that they have an opportunity to at least play their last semester of college football are there are you able to uh i know at least with the ivy league you know they're they're still able to practice uh and and so forth are you still able to do those type of things well if we if we did have a season in the spring or if we you know you do not have a season in the spring obviously you would uh try your best to have some type of uh, uh training uh off season type workouts like we normally do uh, you can get into, uh, you know, with us, of course, we'd have to be very uh, strategic on the numbers and the number of guys that we have training and, and how we rotate and so forth with those uh, young men that are on campus and that will be traveling on campus. So uh, you can have a semblance of, of some type of um, preparation and training for uh, a season that will take place in the spring uh, for those four months, for the, for the months in, in the fall. And uh, you just have to do uh, small groups of training until uh, this thing gets figured out, kind of what everybody is doing right now uh, at the Division One level. Tim Bowens is the head football coach at Clark Atlanta, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I know you didn't win any games in 2019, but want to mm-hmm. get your thoughts on the 2019 season. Well, uh, 2019 season was a uh, – it went by fast for us. We probably – we played the most freshmen. Uh, in our in our league, uh, we played quite a few. Uh, most of our offensive linemen were freshmen. Our running back was a freshman. Kicker was a freshman. Three on defense. Starter for us were a freshman. Uh, so we were we we're, were a freshman uh, rooted team on last year. And um, in the past, they've done a lot more transfers and JUCO. Uh, this this first year, I wanted to kind of build a foundation. To be honest with you, uh, we wanted to really uh, build it uh, from the ground up. And we knew year one. Uh, there was going to be a tough year for us, so we 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 got more high school kids, and uh, this year we got a good mix. We had a good mix coming in, uh, but mostly it was high school for us last year. That was it, and so uh, we played a lot of freshmen, and uh, we we knew that it was going to be tough. We played. We were in just about every game, uh, except for a few. Uh, 
maybe one or two, but but most games we were we were right there in the mix. Uh, so we felt really good about coming back uh, for the for the second seat, the second go around. Even though we lost a quarterback who actually led the conference in passing himself as an individual leader. Um, I mean, heck, we had a, a lot of positives. You know, even going out of you know this this year with over 41 guys that uh, had over a 3.0 GPA. So there were a lot of things that were were on the up and up that. Uh, some momentum we felt like that could help us going into next year and, and finally getting those young bucks to understand that, you know what, you were just playing high school, some of you, last year. You know, so uh, you, you're now playing against some, some 20-year-old men out here. So uh, And you went far off. So now let's develop you as a player and as a person and uh, get you back on the fields. And, and we were excited about where we were coming out of the season and into uh, January uh, where we were starting some winter conditioning. So, um you know, it was it was a it was a season where guys had to get in there and play. Where that, that normally you'd have them uh, sitting on over there, red shirt and getting bigger, uh, getting faster, getting stronger, learning more. Uh, but they had to go, and that's where we were uh, in 2019. Yeah, talking about your quarterback Charles Stafford threw 23 touchdowns uh, in 2019. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I, I guess we could say hypothetically, but I mean, I, I know that. You know, the SIAC may, like other conferences, may be looking forward, you know, to a spring season perhaps. But your thoughts, I mean, tell us uh, some of the expectations, some of the guys you expected to step up uh, for 2020 or for this next or upcoming season. Well, I, I believe uh, all, all of us all of us want to see what this offensive line, our staff want to see this offensive line grow and develop. Of course, we'd be a year older, so we're looking forward to seeing them. Uh, Max Williams would have been one coming back that we were excited about uh, for his uh, senior year. I did not play last year, but he played two years ago, uh, so we were excited to see him come back. He's been out there leading. Um, he, he would have been uh, really good for us uh this fall, and I still believe he will be uh, coming up uh, for his last year. Uh, Travis Taylor, who was a transfer for us from Georgia State, uh, I think he's done a really good job of leading. Uh, he's, a, he's a young man that um, had a chance to see him uh, when I was at Georgia State over there. He was uh, on the team as well. So uh, looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring forth to the table. Um, uh, Mustafa Majid, Mustafa. Uh, was a player that uh, was not on the team last year, uh, had to set out for a semester. So he's going to be back. I, I'm, we're excited to see what he's going to bring forth to the table. Uh, those two guys, I think, uh, would have been uh, a, a big help for us on last year. But, you know, uh, unforeseen circumstances, they did not get to play. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, but a young man that did play for us last year was Briante Glover, who's a defensive lineman. Uh, that, that showed a lot of a promise for us. He'll be a senior. He'll be actually in grad school. He's one of those young men that you want to see get back out there on that field. And uh, he did a good job for us last year. Probably was close to to, to being some type of all-conference type of player. Uh, just didn't have the numbers that he had uh, the year before. But I think uh, that we're expecting big things from him uh, from the defensive line standpoint. Um, you know, we've got to obviously uh, develop a, a quarterback uh, and we've got some receivers, uh, Kendall Wembley and Drake Carr, Jerry, uh, both uh, were in the top five in the in the conference in catches. Um, and and, and we got you know Corey King and some other guys coming back, Caleb Robertson uh, coming back. But we've got some some guys we believe in that room that we're uh, really going to develop, and, and they'll be able to make some plays for us down the field. Uh, so we're we're excited about that, and we've got some guys coming in at running back position and. Um, 
and, and every you know I, I feel so much better about where we are our, our specialists uh they'll they'll all be back and we're actually getting another young man back that kicked that was all conference that was here before so there's a lot of good things that we see that uh that that will be uh able to look forward to, to seeing on that field Tim Bowens, the head football coach at Clark Atlanta, joins us here on the program from a preparation standpoint to prepare, you know, for the next season. What I'm assuming, like most college teams, you've used Zoom or, or or Microsoft Teams or whatever the case may be to communicate. I mean, do you do something differently now to prepare for that next season? Well, I think you would have to continue uh, your Zoom meetings, continue your social distancing um, from that perspective uh, of course we're going to have to uh, uh follow up from, from a class perspective we want to make sure our young men are uh, handling their business academically uh, that's very very important to me that's my uh, I, I tell guys all the time you know that's that's one of our goals we want to make sure that we graduate you and we will fail you if we don't do that so we want to graduate you number one and then two uh we want to make sure we uh, train you to be a champion and, and win championships we can't play for a championship this fall so we're gonna we got to train you to be a champion in life and that's being able to give you best. Third thing, we want to make sure these young men leave here better people and also learn how to lead. So we gotta we gotta still touch them. We gotta make sure we're developing them in that facet. And, and so it, it's gonna be a lot of Zoom meetings, and it's gonna that's gonna have to continue, I believe, uh, because we're gonna have to uh, make sure that some of these freshmen who their first time being away from mom, dad, uh, on campus, and, and and being in the city of Atlanta. So we gotta make sure that uh, they handle their business. Uh, from that standpoint, and then uh, you know we want to make sure uh, these guys enjoy their their, their time at CAU, but we got to understand our time that we are in right now. I think that's one thing that uh, even during this fall and this pandemic, we have they have to understand uh, if they want to continue to be in school and also have a possible opportunity of having another phase of a season. And they have to make sure they're they're following a lot of the, the guidelines that are given forth. And we know they're college, going to be college students, but uh, we we got to keep this thing uh, to a minimum as much as possible. Yeah, uh, Clark Atlanta. What are the plans for Clark in terms of are, are students able to come on campus? Is it going to be virtual? What are Clark Atlanta's plans for uh, for the fall semester? Um, the the uh, university laid out the uh, the plan. Um, and, and released it a couple week a couple days ago. Uh, basically, they uh, let us know that basically freshmen, sophomores, and certain student body will be on campus um, that are upper class SGA scholars, et cetera, um, uh, res- residents, uh, RAs. Those those guys, those people will be on campus, um, but our upperclassmen were actually going to be taking uh, classes remotely. Uh, our juniors and seniors. So even if our players came back, they were juniors and seniors, um, they would be living off campus mostly. So uh, they would have to come on campus uh, to practice and, and to prepare. So um, that plan, they've laid it out. Um, of course, you know, numbers and things change, and, and you look at it, and, and it is, it's interesting to, to hear uh, some other uh, institutions and what they're doing, I think, that – you know, when when other schools uh, and, and ours collaborate, sometimes you you may you may change plans. But I, as of right now, that is our that was our plan. That is our plan uh, going forward. So we can <clears throat> we can still have some type of model, uh, possibly to to do something this spring. If not, we can definitely figure it out. Yeah. 
Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming. It, so when do your guys report? Because even I'm, I'm assuming, obviously, well, I would I wouldn't assume, but the juniors and seniors would at least they're not on campus. They're going to be off campus, but they're going to be in Atlanta. So with the freshmen and sophomores. So when when you know when do your guys sort of report? Uh, well, they would all follow the guidelines of reporting. Uh, if they fall fell under any of those categories. Uh, you know, being a scholar and, and so forth, RAs, I and mean, we have some of our students that do uh, SGA. You know, if they if fall in any of those categories, obviously they would uh, they would come when uh, the rest of the student body would come. Okay. Uh, the rest of the student body comes. School starts the 19th. I, I think that there'll be uh, COVID-19 tests sent out to every student uh, at CAU, and so they have to follow the guidelines and procedures as far as uh, having that test Um back to the institution and, and, and produce a negative test, obviously, uh, so they could step foot on campus. And then uh, that would be when the regular student body comes. So, uh, you know, at first when we had football in, in place, uh, the sixth was going to be around the, uh, the 19th, first day of class. So that's when they would, uh, they would be asked probably to come a few. The freshmen would be coming a few days before that, I would think. Tim Bowens in his second season – as the head football coach at Clark Atlanta joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, the game, the SIAC suspending fall athletics, still the Panthers preparing for a season, perhaps in the spring or whenever uh, it is, in fact, going to happen. Coach Bowens, we appreciate the time. Continue to stay safe, and uh, we'll be catching up with you real soon. Thank you, Donald. So there you have it, Tim Bowens, the head football coach at Clark Atlanta, joining us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast just a little more than 12 hours after the SIAC announced that it had suspended or is suspending fall athletics for 2020. And the preparations for the Panthers are still going to continue. And, you know, again, I and, and I'll talk more about this on from the press box to press row this weekend heard on a radio station uh, near you of course uh, log on to our website at box and click on the affiliates link to find a radio station in your area that carries the program with that what we're going to do because we don't know you know especially with the SIAC right now we're not sure and the CIAA we're not sure when the season is going to begin I believe that I don't know if you can start a season uh, unless a uh, there's a lot more information we learn about the coronavirus, which we've continued to learn about this, where you can have some kind of contact where it's safe. Uh, or I think more so probably there's going to have to be a vaccine before you can play a sport like football. Going to talk more about that on the weekend edition uh, from the press box to press row with that. This is going to be our last HBCU Football Daily Podcast until Monday, until Monday, July 21st, Monday, July 21st, when we preview Grambling. So as long as the SWAC, who, who as a matter of fact, put out its uh, COVID-19, uh, the way to keep safe guidelines this week, as long as uh, the SWAC uh, and the MEAC, for that matter, continue uh, to uh, say that they're going to play, then we will have these HBCU football daily podcasts if 
the SWAC, uh, and I'll tell you if, if I'll have my thoughts on if, uh, if, 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 if means when uh, the SWAC and the MIAC decide not to have a season, if that happens, uh, then uh, we will uh, suspend the HBCU football uh, daily podcast in terms of the preview side of things with the teams because we want to make sure that we give uh, the teams the appropriate time to be able to talk about their programs, which is why we're suspending the HBCU football uh, daily podcast just for the week, just for the week. We'll be back on next Monday, next Monday, July the 21st, when we preview Grambling. Listen, we have we've previewed what 15 to you know, well, let's see. We have previewed uh, tw- 12 to 15 teams, something like that to this point. Don't forget to tell a friend about the HBCU football daily podcast where you can download the podcast and listen to the podcast at boxtorow.com also via iHeartMedia as well as Apple podcast we've got some great stuff on our website at box the weekend edition of from the press box to press row as i mentioned can be heard on a radio station near you it can be heard every weekend on a radio station near you as well as on sirius xm channels 141 and 142 log on to our website box to row.com box to row.com to listen to the program each and every week. Listen, want you to continue to please stay safe. This pandemic is still here. Coronavirus cases are rising in many states. So please continue to stay safe. Want you to have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And we'll be back with you with the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on Monday, July the 21st, when we preview Grambling. Have a great weekend. Now, Mace be the man, wanna see you doing good. I don't wanna get rich, leave you in the hood. Girl, in my eyes, you the baddest. The reason why I love you, you don't like me, cause my status. I don't wanna see you with a carriage, living average. I wanna do my thing so we be established. And I don't want you rocking the fabric. Girl, I wanna give you carriage till you feel you a rabbit. Anything in your path, once you can have. Walk through the mall, if you like it, you could grab. Total it all up and put it on my tab. And then tell your friends all the fun you had. Tell me what you want from me. Tell me what you want.